Hi, and welcome to the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. Today is a very special day, but I'm not going to tell you why right away. And it's kind of a very sad day because Tracy's not here with me today. Hi, Tracy. I know you're listening, but I have a very special guest co-host. This is Nan with Chubby Pickle Farm. And you know Nan because she's been on the show for a few episodes and she's so much fun and everybody loves her based on all the comments that we see and Mm -hmm. feedback on the iTunes podcast link. So you should subscribe to the podcast too, by the way. It's easy. It's on iTunes. And you can hear Nan a lot because she's a special guest. So Nan, just recently we were at Weaver's Orchard Mm -hmm. and you were doing what? I was doing a seminar on pickling and teaching people how to can and make pickles. It was a wild success, I'd say. I think it was. I was pretty excited about it. A lot of great feedback. People seemed to really like the pickles. Oh my goodness, yes. (laughs) They were really good. And I often don't have pickles that are like canned or refrigerator pickles that are still crispy. And somehow you magically made that happen. It's a secret. No, it's not. I know what it is because I was at the class, so I heard. (laughs) And what's your secret for it? The secret to making crispy pickles is you have to put them in a bowl of very cold water and cover them with ice for two hours before you actually can them. Mm -hmm. And if you are going to can them, you cut them a little thicker Mm -hmm. and don't process it for 10 minutes, maybe only five. Okay. And that's the secret. And you get a crunchy pickle. It was so good. Like, I felt so inspired to go home and make pickles. But I went home and made um, blackberry juice, blackberry juice instead. But I'll do the pickles. You got to try the pickles. I'll have to bring you some pickles. Oh, okay. That's what I was waiting for. I could see it coming. Oh, I would be happy to accept several jars of pickles. <laughs> the dill pickles. Uh-huh, the refrigerator pickle. pickles. The, 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 yes. The bread and butter pickle. <laughs> yes. I would accept all of them. Thank you. <laughs> so um, Tracy's not here today. She couldn't make yeah. it. But when I had a special guest in mind, I thought of you immediately. Because we have special guest Jamie Kay of Save the Kales. Hello. And Nan actually is one of my pals who knows who you are. Ooh, thanks, Nan. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. I've been following you for quite some time. Oh, that's very flattering. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do, Jamie? Sure. Um, I started a blog called Save the Kales. It's a was started as a vegan cooking blog uh, about four or five years ago. And then uh, two years ago, we started a TV show. So it's a half hour vegan, we call it a vegan cooking and lifestyle show that airs in the Lehigh and Delaware Valleys. Mm-hmm. And then what's the station that it airs on? It airs on RCN Cable. They are also all on YouTube if you mm-hmm. don't get that. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, great. So uh, I know that, Nan, mm-hmm. you've been following them. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I always enjoy watching Jamie's shows. I enjoy her posts on uh-huh. Facebook and her, her blog. What are, fa- uh-huh. what, are, what are some of your favorite recipes that she puts up or like uh-huh. favorite like tips or things that she shares or do you follow like the farm visits when she goes to oh i know she was at rodale yes Mm -hmm. i know like okay jamie is at rodale that's like a win-win for me (laughs) (laughs) it was a win-win for me too they let me like skip through the cabbage patches it was like you know it's like a sound of music for a vegan it was really fun (laughs) Uh that's really awesome I just always enjoy following her. I, I actually got quite a few recipes from you because I am I am not vegan, but I, I live a more vegetarian lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And um, I just have always enjoyed the way you present them. 
and your shows just you have such a great personality and just learning about them has been really great oh thank you so much we really try to make it accessible to everybody you know to everybody Mm -hmm. vegan or not (laughs) Mm -hmm. do you um if you've followed jamie's like um journey from blog to tv show it's kind of like an interesting story, I think, mm-hmm. how you adapted and took risks, right? Yeah, we we just thought there should be a show and there wasn't, a ve- well, now at the time, that has been two years ago, and a few have popped up, but at the time, there really were no <laughs> vegan TV shows, and we kind of uh, joking around said, we, the people that I work on the show with said, let's make one, and, and then we just did. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so... There you go. <laughs> uh-huh. It's kind of like your story, I think. Like you wanted to yeah. do the Chubby Pickle Farms, and then you just did. Exactly. I wanted to do it, did it. And I looked at people like Jamie and um, another gentleman and said, hey, look at what they're doing. I can do that, you know, and start doing Chubby Pickle Farm. I love it. And I love the name Chubby Pickle. Can I tell you why? <laughs> because first of all, it's adorable. But second of all, my dog is named Chubby. He was adopted about a year and a half ago, and that's the name he came with. Um, he's half wiener dog, half Jack Russell Terrier, <laughs> but his body is a big, you know, cylindrical. I always say he looks like he's shaped like a burrito <laughs> or like a sweet potato or a pickle. Uh-huh. So. His name is Chubby, and he's shaped like a big pickle with legs. And so maybe, like, I'll have to bring him to meet you. <laughs> like, oh I just feel like it's a match made in heaven. <laughs> you do a Jamie, Phoebe, Nan thing in the garden. Uh, there you yeah, go. With, with the Chubby pickle. <laughs> yeah. He would be the special guest, I think. Yeah, special Ooh, guest. we'll get him a pickle costume. Yeah. Awesome. Like a pickle tie. I can yeah. just see it now, like in a special hat, like a derby. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. That'd be so cute. Be do so you fun. garden a lot? You know what? This is funny. I don't have have a yard where I currently live mm-hmm. and I am horrible at gardening. It is like the great irony that I am vegan um, because, you know, I want to live a kind life, I but that. I kill every plant. I oh. kill all the plants. I'm it's terrible at it. I guess if you put it that way, it sounds bad. It but sounds I, loved, <laughs> I loved it when you said the irony of it, that you're uh, like vegan and yeah. And that I kill, they all, they yeah. all die. I kill them all. I kill all the plants. I wish I would love, I think gardening is fascinating. My family, my grandmother, my mother, everybody was great at it. I don't know what it is that I do. But then what's great is that people who are good at gardening, uh, I get to support them. Yay. Yes. <laughs> so thank you, good gardeners of the world and farmers, because those of us who are incapable want to give you our money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so some people might think that a typical vegan is a gardener, a runner, a yoga enthusiast. Mm-hmm. Um, but like vegans come in all shapes and sizes and have yeah. all different kinds of passions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's been, I think, uh, part of my platform these days is um, I'm starting a campaign called Veganism is for Everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And and then that's going to kind of spin off a little bit. But, uh, you know, even within the vegan community, there's a lot of body shame. There's a lot of go vegan and lose weight. And when you lose weight, then you'll love yourself and then your life will change. And that's mm-hmm. very possible. I don't want to downplay anyone's experiences. But why do we have to wait why can't we just start liking right. who we are right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I think veganism and health 
are often tied together. There's the idea that if you are not thin, you are not healthy. I don't believe that either. Um, but I also, it's a, it's a big mental thing. If you think that you're wrong, that your body is wrong, that it's bad, it's ugly, you're not going to feel good about yourself. Why mm-hmm. would you even want to do anything healthy uh, for yourself then if you don't like who you are? So yes, veganism is for everybody health is for everybody, love is for everybody, all that stuff. Um, that's kind of what I'm focusing on right now. And that's something you probably learned from your whole journey. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I've, I've even heard people talk about uh, the weight of certain vegans as a way to like discredit them. Oh, okay. Like, oh, so-and-so I know is vegan, but they're like 30 pounds overweight. And it's like, well, yeah. but what does that have to do? Especially if they're doing it for an animal rights reason. Right. Like, and also, uh, you don't know if that person has already lost 60 pounds. You don't, you know, like there's just so many things. We, we make so many judgments about people. Mm-hmm. And I think even people think of veganism as being very judgy. But I found that when I tell people I'm vegan, they tell me all kinds of opinions they have about vegans, which is very interesting, isn't it? When people say, oh, vegans are judgmental. Well, isn't that an awfully judgmental thing to say about an entire group of people? I don't know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Maybe you need like a series of necklaces that are interchangeable. Like, I'm Ooh, vegan. Oh, I like that. I like and, that. And I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of anything catchy. <laughs> like, I should not be the person with catchphrases. Yeah. But like a necklace that you can like change the like things. Like, like versus a t-shirt. Because you can get a t-shirt. But mm-hmm. Ooh, I like the eyeliners. changing. Yeah. yeah I, I like that. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. Well, I can't do it. I mean, I can't cut anything out. If so. I make some, I'll <laughs> yes. send one to you. Yeah. <laughs> you crochet things or something on there. I don't know. Do you have like a favorite like recipe? Oh, especially for summer, like with summer fruits. I mean, there's Ooh. summer vegetables. Yay, yay. The but best fruits? thing ever. And this is so quick. Like, I don't even feel right calling it a recipe because mm-hmm. it's like stick things in a blender and press the on button. But if you get watermelon, uh-huh. lime, banana, and like any kind of herb, like cilantro, stick that in a blender with some ice. It's like, I, I how could it even taste so good? It's Wait, like amazing. Do you put rum in it? Well, hey, now, if you want to, if it's after 4 p.m., you certainly can. I'm not going to stop you. Right? That does sound good. So watermelon, banana. What was the other Lime. Oh, lime. Or cilantro or basil or any of those things. That sounds really good. Oh, so good. Sounds delicious. What do you do Mm -hmm. with the, what is your favorite summer recipe? I guess it's, um, (laughs) I make a lot of like cucumber soups. Mm. Um, I have a lot of cucumbers. So I make a a cucumber soup that's just like pureed cucumber with um, a veg- vegetable um, soup stock that okay. I make out of vegetables out of the garden. Um, Wait, skin on cucumber? No, I you peel I, them. I peel the cucumbers, okay. and then I slice them. I like slice and dice them. Sometimes yeah. I throw them in the food processor to yeah. be quick, and then I put them in the on in a pot on the stove. Oh, and I add like. Um, some vegetable broth that I made, like stock that I've made, because I usually do that with like the ends of all my like vegetables. I throw them in the freezer and I quick make a stock. Mm. And then I puree the whole thing together as it heats up with my blender stick, which is, uh, I love my blender stick. And add all sorts of herbs and stuff, like you can add dill or thyme. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just so delicious. Do you serve it cold or do you it's serve a it cold, warm? Well, once it's all cooked up, then I, I usually let it cool and then usually put like a little yogurt on top. That's almost accidentally vegan. 
Yeah. (laughs) Right? It almost, it's like a total, and it sounds really easy. But I thought most of the cucumbers were coming to me in jars of pickles. I just want to say Uh, that. uh, So there won't be any soup this year. (laughs) Note to my whole family. No room for soup for you. (laughs) No room for soup for you. No. Phoebe gets the pickles. (laughs) I'm so selfish. So what what are, like, what would you say, Jamie, is when you mentioned the immersion blender, what is like, what are some of your favorite must-have kitchen tools that aren't like especially expensive? Because yeah. the Vita Mix is probably mm-hmm. one of your favorites, right? Well, it's a good blender. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably never have to buy another blender for 30 years. But um, the things I use every single day are just a good cutting board. I have a bamboo cutting board, one good knife. It's like the only knife I use all the time for mm-hmm. everything. Uh, a food processor, and the one I have is not fancy. I think it was like 40 bucks at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, the uh, the microplane grater for oh, garlic. Yeah. Let me tell you, if you oh, use yeah. a lot of garlic, yeah. I, I you know you can use it for like you can use it for like like nutmeg, or you can use mm-hmm. it for zesting you know a lemon peel over something. But to grate your garlic in like two seconds yeah. flat is so much better than chopping it. Mm-hmm. It is a life changer. If anybody yes. uses a lot of garlic, get one of those things. They're about ten dollars. Yeah. Microplane grater, magical, it magical. Is. Yeah, that's true. I take that sometimes to um, cooking class. And people yeah. are like, whoa. I'm like, yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's like even, thin, and yes. instead of all that mess on a cutting board. Do you mm-hmm. use one, Dan? Absolutely. Oh, see? I, okay, I love good. my microplane. And in fact, it was a Christmas gift for my mom one year. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I use it like at least once a day mm-hmm. for something. Mm-hmm. You know, I just love that. It's so easy. Mm-hmm. So easy. How about mm-hmm. favorite like spices or herbs? Like, do you have like a favorite spice you always keep? In, like I have my favorite like go-tos especially for mm. and I love soups so I like thyme and like oregano yeah. and lavender I always have but do you have like a favorite spice you like to cook with I like herb? spicy anything so any kind of like hot sauce chili sauce hot peppers Aleppo pepper is a really good one it's kind of like smoky but mild but it has a lot of flavor it's spicy but uh-huh. it's not like very very spicy but that's amazing um, and smoked paprika right now is a oh I love that. And I think maybe part of it, too, is like as a vegan, you don't eat a lot of smoked foods or at least they're harder to come by. And so having that flavor to just like I just stick it on. I stick it on my salad, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. smoked paprika on everything. Yeah. Yeah. On top of my salad after I add the dressing. Yeah. Do you use a lot of nutritional yeast? Oh, heck yes, I do. (laughs) Okay, for that to add that flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Nutritional yeast, which is the worst name for any kind of food it right? sounds so gross but uh-huh. it's like it has like a cheesy flavor i sprinkle it on like parmesan cheese and that goes on everything too yeah mm-hmm. do you ever make your own vegan cheese have you tried that yet i've i've made one there's a woman named nava atlas and she has tons of cookbooks and she's just been around uh-huh. you know forever and she's amazing and she has this like recipe for like a smoky vegan cheese that you can cut into slices and it blew me away i i had that with her at a, a cooking class that she did um that was a that was incredible i do like cheese sauces i've never quite got the texture mm-hmm. down but mm-hmm. yeah but cheese sauces and i'll put like smoked paprika in that too and it makes like a smoky cheese sauce you can do it with oh, cashews you can do it really with like oh tofu. i'm yeah. getting so hungry i know right <laughs> that sounds so delicious we have to go you're to like, dinner now like, oh my i'm like, like oh my god i want that <laughs> <laughs> do you have like the perfect recipe for mac and cheese because mac and mm-hmm. cheese is my favorite mm-hmm. thing. I do, yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it's one of like the best indulgences. Mm. I think more than, let me think, I'm thinking really hard. 
No, I think mac and cheese is it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a mac and cheese recipe that is one of my favorites. It's actually the second episode of our TV show, which, uh, you know, you'll have to forgive us. We were still figuring some things out, which, but it is online. Um, was a It was a kale mac and cheese casserole with a sun-dried tomato crumble, uh-huh. vegan. You can also very easily do it gluten-free. Just use gluten-free pasta. Right. Um it's good. Holy moly, it's good. So yeah. I'll send you that. Maybe okay, we good. can put it online. Yeah. We should link up to that. I okay. Think. We need that, Nan. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, and we need that uh, now. Okay, well, I will trade you, like, I will trade you a tiny bit of, like, vegan mac and cheese for bunches of pickles. Oh, a tiny bit of This is sounding really fair. <laughs> I'll give you an extra tiny bit. Okay, an, tiny an bit. extra tiny bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll provide the kale. Hey. Oh, I grow you. four different varieties of kale. How do you Ooh. how do you save it? Oh, it's very hard. I'm I eat it fresh out of the garden, mm-hmm. and because I have a cold frame and a hoop house, I I actually produce it 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I always have fresh kale. Um, it you can chop it up and steam it and put it in the freezer, and then it's only good for soups. You know, you can just throw it in mm-hmm. the soups. Um, it's just not going to have that. I love it fresh. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of kale do you grow? You say four kinds. Oh, okay. I have a dwarf Siberian kale. I've never seen that one. I have. Uh, that one is delicious. It changes the flavor of things. It's really oh, good. I should okay. have brought my kale today. Um, I grow the curly leaf. I grow mm-hmm. the, um, it's a Kentucky blue. It's like a stalk. It's like a tree. Wow. And it's a Kentucky blue kale. It's beautiful and it's uh, so yummy. And I also grow um, a red vein kale. Oh, okay. Ooh. Is that like a red Russian, they call it? Yeah, it's okay. red Russian. And the... The one that's the stalk, is that like a... It's like blue. Is it like a... Is it Lacinto? That's or? it. That's the name okay, of it. That the, is the name okay. of it. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah, that went out of my head when you asked me. So, oh, that's yes. okay. So no, I, I was just thinking when you described what it. Look it. Like. Mm-hmm. That's what it <laughs> yeah. looks like. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It mm-hmm. sounds like yeah. you're saving the kales if you're doing this like 365 <laughs> days a year. See, that's right. amazing. I... I'm in awe of the fact that not only can you garden, but you can do it in the winter in Pennsylvania. So yeah. you get a round of applause from me. <laughs> yeah, she does really well at that. I mean, your garden is beautiful. It's it, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. I love having fresh food. Mm-hmm. You know, see, so you got to come down. I got lots of kale. I will be there. <laughs> We're going to make our rum drinks and our vegan mac and cheese and eat pickles. And yeah. hey, party that time. Good. It's a party. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, before we go, there is a big event that's coming up in August. You want to tell us a little bit about that, Jane? I sure do. Uh, In August, August 23rd, it's a Saturday from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. is the fourth annual Bethlehem Veg Fest. So this is a uh, vegan festival. It's also sustainable lifestyle, eco-friendly. We have about 200 booths. Um, We have jewelry, bath and body products, t-shirts. We have rescue pigs that, you know, can be up for adoption. It's it's an awesome, awesome day. Lots of food (laughs) vendors, a farmer's market, speakers, authors. Um, It is free. It is kid friendly. It is dog friendly. It's everybody friendly, <laughs> vegan mm-hmm. or not. Um, it's in Bethlehem, and you can find out more information online. August twenty third. Yeah, definitely check that out. Have you been, Nan? I do not. I didn't get to go last year because you something came up. Me. I want to go <gasps> yeah. so bad. Yeah, come with me this and year. And my whole reason for going last year, I wanted to go so bad, was to actually meet oh. Jamie. Oh, <laughs> I was oh, like, I, I have to go. I have to go. Yeah. yeah, we're going to be taping an episode of Save the Kales live too, and we'd love some friendly faces in the audience. Yeah. So. You can sit right up front. We'll see. We should totally go. I think it's a lot (laughs) of fun. And Dan went with me last year. And Dan's not a vegan. Um, He was totally game for it. And we left with a lot of food. I wanted to get some of that pizza. 
Mm. But the line was so long. And I was like, but we have all of this food, but let's get some of that food because <laughs> we can just take it and put it in the refrigerator. When do you get to get like vegan food like that? Yeah. You don't. There's going to be a vegan ice cream truck too <gasps> this year with all kinds of fancy flavors. So like, listen, mm. come hungry, bring yeah. little coolers with you <laughs> and money. Yes. <laughs> so you can walk around for free, but you're going to want to buy everything yeah. basically just a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So we should definitely put that on the calendar. Yeah. Oh, We'll be there. We'll be there. Yay. Okay. We'll be there. We have to. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we have to take Tracy, too. Tracy will take you. (laughs) Tracy has to come. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. It was so much fun. And where can we find your episodes one more time? Sure. Everything is at savethekales.com, YouTube, Facebook, you know, Twitter, all that good stuff, all the social media, Save the Kales. Definitely check it out, folks. And Nan, where can people find you? They can find me on Facebook at Chubby Pickle Farm. Hooray. And thanks so much for joining us, Nan and Jamie. And be sure to find me at Phoebe'sPureFood.com for recipe inspiration, especially seasonal recipe inspiration and things to do and places to go. Thanks so much for joining us. Bye.